0: Hello everyone, this is Sean, I'm the producer of the Fear No Ego podcast. I just wanted to come on before we get started with the episode here, I just wanted to make a quick correction from our last episode. I had actually mentioned a book called Zen Golf, and I incorrectly stated that it was written by Deepak Chopra, when in fact that book is written by Dr. Joseph Parent. So, I just wanted to make sure that I got the proper name out there, uh just in case anyone was looking to actually read that book. So, I just wanted to come out quick and say that. Let's get into episode 3. Happy Halloween. Welcome back to Fear No Ego. How appropriate we talk about fear. I bet you thought dirty when you saw that title. I had to share this quote real quick by Buddha that I I read recently. Fear does not prevent death. It prevents life. Y'all. I learned this as I started my health journey a couple of years ago, and I realized how much fear of judgment and failure and scarcity and loss were weighing me down just as much as the weight. And so as I got healthy and I lost the weight, I opened up to personal development and wow. Now I'm here to share what I've learned with you. And in this episode, we'll talk all about fear. I'll not only share 10 tips to challenge your fears that have helped me and are helping me build a new relationship with fear, but I'll also share many reasons why we experience some fears, fears of my own and how I no longer let fear run my life. Like literally the mere fact that I'm on this podcast adventure and doing this episode is showing that this is a big one. So settle in, get cozy with your favorite fall drink. I'm an Apple, whatever, girl, not much of a PSL fan myself. Just saying. That's right. I said it. I'm Alexis Roberts. Let's do this. So this topic is one that I'm super passionate about, but honestly, I'm also afraid of it. And there is such a thing as fear of the fear. I don't know if you were aware of that, but that this isn't just about a fear of sharks, a fear of heights, spiders, snakes, whatever. Fear comes in all different shapes and sizes. And some of the most common I hear from my clients, And in my own research and digging into my own life, our fear of failure, success, both exist. I have both fear of missing out, fear of being left behind, fear of being unneeded, fear of not having enough or a scarcity mindset, and fear of loss, which I'll dig into fear of loss in just a minute. But scarcity mindset is, is one that I want to talk about real quick first. It's a big one. And this is a really, really common feeling and fear that can really dictate how you act, how you react. And so I even have this pop up sometimes like money. Hello. How many of us stress about finances? Um, pretty close to everyone, at least at some time in their life. And so here's a tried and true method to changing that fear around. Channel that energy towards being in service. No, this doesn't mean go get a second job, waiting tables, stay with me. Though if that's needed and helps you out, I'm, I'm all for multiple streams of income. In fact, I encourage it these days. But this means helping others, being involved in your community in some fashion. So whether that's volunteering or joining a local board, tutoring and coaching others in their health and managing their fears and ego to unveil their courage and adaptability, superpowers. Yep, that's me. So you know that things that provide help and joy to others. That's really what being in service is all about. There are so many ways that you can do this, and the benefits are just as abundant for you as the person or people that you're helping. And so this helps diminish that scarcity fear, and it increases happiness, and you'll feel more fulfilled. And honestly, you'll feel much more connected to the world around you, and to start thinking in an abundant mindset. I mean who doesn't need more of that? So another super common fear that I want to talk about. This isn't one that I feel necessarily gets talked about quite enough in the same way, you know. You you can read about fear of failure and fear of success and you hear about it on podcasts and things all the time. What about fear of loss? Fear of loss can mean a hundred different things. And this is, it's a truly terrifying and sometimes paralyzing fear that many of us have, myself included. It's, we don't usually let ourselves think about it because we either break down into a puddle of ugly cries or we want to push our loved ones away to maybe make it hurt less, right? Like I've, I've totally done that in the past. And I, I don't want to get too deep into this yet um, because this will honestly be its own episode in the future about loss. But I want to leave you with this beautiful nugget of goodness that I hope empowers you and just fills you with a little bit more strength and fun. So first of all, loss can be of anything, not just loss of life, loss of a loved one. It can be around loss of a job, loss of finances, all different things. So our instinct is to control things, possessions, people, feelings, situations, right? And when we lose something or someone, we feel lost and out of control, right? So here's the thing that blew my mind. I read this in Jay Shetty's book, Think Like a Monk. Yes, I'm referencing this book again. If you've heard me reference it in previous episodes, it's for a reason, y'all. This is a complete gem of a book. Go get you one. And so in Think Like a Monk, Jay teaches us about detachment and how generally we think it's a bad thing. I mean, if you're like me, I totally did. That just It feels cold and uncaring, right? But here's the truth. We don't own shit. I say that again we don't own shit. Everything is temporary. Everything changes, grows, evolves, and we only think we own it. And then we feel out of control when we lose it. So here's Jay's example that I love. And apply this to everything in your life. Keep thinking about it this way. And over time, watch how your perspective and your ability to be more in the moment, if you heard our, our last episode about mindfulness, that is what we're talking about, being more in the moment and full of joy. So that perspective, watch how that evolves when you're thinking like this. So let's just say that you're going on vacation, okay? Somewhere fancy and you're renting a convertible for that stellar coastline drive, right? So you grab the keys, hop in the car, and you're just loving it, lapping it up. How the seats feel, the view, the speed. It's awesome. It's a great choice, right? To your trip. Yeah. So now you fancy. So do you think you now own this car? Hell no. This is a temporary rental, like, you know, which is why you're going to enjoy the shit out of it, right? Like, what if you could look at life, your loved ones, your house, your job, your possessions, your kids, your animals, your adventures, your vacation, all in that same way. Seems like a totally foreign concept and a little icky at first, am I right? But think about the intentions behind it. To enjoy life, to embrace the moment and your loved ones more while you can, right? What's icky about that? This was honestly huge for me as I was reading this book, I was just like, oh, my gosh, you're absolutely right, because I can totally ruin a moment for myself while I'm on vacation of just, oh, I only have two days left on this trip. I'm going to be so sad to leave. So this was huge to think about. But it's also scary to relinquish control, even when we didn't realize we were trying to control something. But how freeing if we can just be and enjoy, like in that luxury convertible we rented, right? So try it. Let me know how it's helping you over time. I'd honestly love to hear. I love to hear stories from you guys. It's amazing. It lifts me up and it makes me feel really connected to you. I love that. So email me anytime at fearnoego at gmail.com with your stories. And so with that, I want to share. Something else that I learned in in the same book from Jay Shetty. So remember this in in Think Like a Monk, he references this again, highly recommend that you read this book if you haven't yet, but he describes his definition or acronym for fear as false evidence appearing real. One more time false evidence appearing real. Holy hell. That hit me so, like, just right in the gut. And so I, I really was excited to share that because I just couldn't believe how accurate because if, I mean, honestly, it feels super, super real. And when you, when you have, if you're like me, when you have those Anxious habits of thinking, you know, try saying things that way to remind yourself, by the way, like you're not your thoughts, you're not your feelings. They are feelings and they are habits. But when you have anxious habits of thinking, you tend to hear and feel fears often. And many times they're totally unfounded like no evidence, no idea where the thought even came from. Uh, But now you're afraid of it. And then if you try to dissect it too much, you spiral further down that rabbit hole, which creates more fear and just this vicious cycle, right? So I don't share this lightly. Like this is something that I battle through still. And for most of my life, I let fear run the show. I let it dictate what I did or what I didn't do. And I was so self-conscious and afraid of being judged all the time. How exhausting, right? If you feel that, I empathize with you. I was afraid of falling flat on my face if I even tried doing things like sports or theater or whatever. I wanted to do those things when I was younger, but I was too scared. Of what? Like, when I look back now, I'm like, of what was I so damn afraid of? Like, who cares if you're perfect, right? I did. It was enough to paralyze me into like trying to convince others that I wasn't upset that I didn't do this or that. Like, I remember telling people once that I was happy not dating because I was afraid of commitment and feeling stuck. I was like, yeah, I'm one of those. I just don't want to commit. So it's totally my choice. And while feeling stuck, for example, is something that I still don't enjoy, that was a mask. To hide my fears, my insecurities. And there's so much that I missed out on because I let fear take root and grow so big in my life. And through the years now of personal development work that I've done, learning that growth is actually less scary than staying stuck, I've been able to uncover so much more about the fears that I encounter. And so, I decided recently when I was having some of those anxious habits of thinking, I had this moment of clarity where I thought, wow, I just realized it's like Voldemort's name. We give it more power if we try and hide it away or run away from it. Yes, big movie fan, huge Harry Potter fan. If you're an HP for life fan, like you're my people. But so I know that it's scary. Believe me, I have fears of not being good enough, failing, success, embarrassing myself, having regrets, not loving enough, not caring enough, being hurt by loving too much, losing everything, losing loved ones, missing out on things, lack of things available, uh, feeling stuck, being a bad person, being a bad wife to be. Being a bad fur mom, disappointing someone, like exhausting. Think of that as like rocks in your backpack sitting on your back. How ridiculously heavy can that get? And, you know, there are a lot of reasons that all of these come up for me. You know, too long of a process to share it all here, honestly, but two of the big reasons are caring what others think too often and focusing on the fear and trying to shove it back in the corner of the cellar where no one can see it and neither actually serve you. And holy hell, those are a lot of feelings. (laughs) Like I just, just looking back in, in my mind where I'm like, damn, that's a lot going on. And so It's no wonder that so many of us feel so drained at the end of the day. And so I had to, I chose this topic to not only help myself, but to help you, you know, manifest a new relationship with fear instead of bowing to it or running from it. Because honestly, fear, my friends, can be a powerful force that holds us back from reaching our true potential. It lurks in the shadows and whispers doubts and insecurities into our minds. But today, we're going to confront those fears together, head on, and reclaim our power. So one of the first things is being aware. That's huge. Being aware, accepting the fear, acknowledging it, and using it. You can do that, but you have to be aware of it first. And it's, it's amazing how many times we're afraid of the fear. Like I remember listening to a speech by Will Smith once where he was describing this and he was talking about going skydiving. And he's like, we're afraid leading up to the skydive. Like when we're in the car driving to the place where we're actually gonna do the skydive, not even jumping yet. Why? That's just being afraid twice. We're, what if we end up not being afraid after the jump? How do you know if you haven't done it yet? What if it's amazing? And so throughout my journey, I've I've battled fear. I've tried to shove it down, hide it away, and just tell myself that I wasn't afraid. While that can help a little bit sometimes in the moment, it's not really actually doing you any good. And so I've gained insight into why and what it can do to our lives. This fear. And so here are 10 ways to empower you to challenge your fears. So, number one, embrace the unknown. This is huge. I'm pretty sure that most of the world's population fears the unknown. When you really break it down, this is really one of the big ones. So, fear of failure often stems from a fear of the unknown. But remember, life is an adventure waiting to be explored. Embrace the unknown. Take risks and trust that even if things don't go as planned, you're going to learn and grow from the experience. But you also have to tell yourself, if it's possible it could go negative, it's possible it could go positive. What if it all works out? Number two, reframe failure as feedback. So failure is not the end. I know that that feels like it, but it's not. It's a stepping stone to success. So embrace failure as valuable feedback. Each setback brings you closer to your goals. Learn from it, make adjustments, keep pushing forward. And remember that failure is not a reflection of your worth. One more time, failure is not a reflection of your worth. It's a catalyst for growth. So failure is it's not the end of the road, it's an opportunity to learn and grow and refine your approach. Instead of dwelling on past mistakes, ask yourself, what can I learn from this? How can I use this experience to become better? Embrace failure as a necessary stepping stone on your journey. Number 3, set realistic goals. Y'all, this is a big one here. I just want to say cuz I know that a lot of us might have difficulty with setting goals, and we get real excited about something that we want to accomplish. And we're like, yeah, I got this. I'm going to do this. But that can get complicated. When it comes to fears of success, setting realistic goals can help ease anxiety. Break your big dreams down into smaller achievable steps. Celebrate each milestone along the way. Success is not an overnight phenomenon. It's a journey of consistent effort and self-belief. So eat the elephant one bite at a time, as they say. I swear, I I probably butchered the saying, but it's a thing, y'all. Like, Google it and learn more on it. It's really, really important. It's very helpful. Number four, visualize your success. Visualization is a powerful tool to overcome fears of success. Close your eyes and imagine yourself achieving your goals. Feel the joy, the gratitude, the confidence that comes with it. Let that vision fuel your determination and remind you of what's possible. Number five, seek support and community. This is important. Surround yourself with a supportive network of like-minded individuals who uplift and inspire you. So joining groups, attending workshops, connect with men or women who share similar aspirations. Together you can overcome fears and share insights and celebrate victories and just really truly support each other and feel like you have that camaraderie. Number six, celebrate small wins. It is essential to acknowledge and celebrate your achievements, no matter how small they might seem. Each step forward is a victory worth recognizing. Celebrate with gratitude and take pride in your progress. It's all progress. It will keep your fire burning and propel you towards greater heights. And even more, be gentle with yourself during moments of fear and self doubt. Treat yourself with the same compassion and understanding that you would offer a close friend. Remember, it's okay to stumble and make mistakes. Failure does not define you. Your resilience and self-compassion do. Number seven, challenge that negative self-talk, y'all. Now I know that this is a big one. I know me personally, but I know a lot of people, most people struggle with this. So listen closely, open your ears. We all have that inner critic, but it's time to challenge that voice. Replace self-doubt with self-compassion and positive affirmations. This really does work. Remind yourself of your strengths, your talents, and not and past successes because you are capable and resilient and deserving of success. Number 8. Stop focusing so hard On shortcomings. Stop zeroing in and focusing on just the flaws, the faults, the lack of things, the mistakes, the one negative behavior, or the one night you got too drunk. Dig deep into finding the lesson you're meant to gain from it and move on. (laughs) Have you ever wondered why you get this one thought in your head and then you just can't get past it? It just circles around and it's almost like the record player's stuck or something. And there's a reason for that. It's not just you. If you're constantly dwelling and replaying and focusing on it, your mind literally interprets it as oh, this is important to her. I'm going to think about it more. I'm going to show more thoughts and things to support it or that are similar to it. And that really sucks when it's a negative thought. Like it can get painful, but the same can be true about positive thoughts. You can train your RAS or your reticular activating system to redirect its focus. It takes time and effort, but it can be done. This is why so many people shout out how amazing positive thinking is, y'all. It's not just a bunch of hullabaloo. It actually has science and research backing it up. Actually, watch for an upcoming episode on this, RAS, friend or foe, for signs of your RAS working against you and tips for making it work for you. All right, little tangent there. But as you can see, I'm really passionate about the RAS because I just find it so fascinating and a little freaky. But trust me, you want to partner with your RAS. All right, back to fear. Number nine, use the scary scale. So this is a tool that I learned from Jay Shetty himself, and I use it with my clients in life coaching. Um, create a scary scale in your mind of one to one hundred. Of course, you can write this down too, but at least knowing this in your mind. So one being mm, not actually scary at all, and a hundred being the worst you could think of in terms of scary, and then fifty, of course, being somewhere in the middle. Now. I just want to say, before you get too upset, thinking up what 100 is, it's not real. It's just a gauge. It's not fact. And so then when you feel a fear encroaching on your day, ask yourself, where does this fall on my scary scale? Keywords, my scary scale. This is not about anyone else. Everyone places things differently. The point is, it will help you gain perspective that many things we might be afraid of in the moment, when we step back as an observer and take a breath, we realize it's actually not near as bad as we may have been making it out to be in the moment. Number 10, take inspired action. Ultimately, the most powerful way to overcome your fears is to take inspired action. One way of doing this is what you're doing right now. You're here, you're learning, you're finding tools and techniques to fill yourself with ammo for the next time you encounter fear. And courage is not the absence of fear, you have it within you. It's the ability to move forward despite fear. So remember to speak directly to your fear. Hey, fear, I see you. Thank you for showing up to protect me but I'm good. I'm choosing a different direction. I'm choosing, insert positive feeling here, joy, gratitude, calm, whatever it might be. And step out of your comfort zone, lean into that uncertainty and trust yourself because you are capable of greatness. And so the more that you acknowledge fear and build that relationship with it, observe how you're dealing with it, you know, are you generally trying to bury it or running away? That's what helps you actually change and reprogram your mind to see fear differently and to eventually be able to use it more to your advantage. Fear can be a great motivator. And so it helps you stop seeing fear as negative, but more like a, like a neutral signal you know trying to get your attention like a smoke alarm so the smoke alarm is not the fire y'all it's the messenger just like fear many times so what if you could see fear as the messenger only or hell even see it as an indicator of opportunity wouldn't that feel maze balls like i'm pretty sure that i would prefer to approach life that way if given the option like that's what i'm working towards and so the key isn't to shove fear away. I know that that's our gut instinct. That's our, our first plan of attack. Shove it down. But sometimes, sometimes it is necessary. I will say in a crisis moment, I totally agree there. But most of the time, there is not a saber-toothed tiger standing in front of us, ready to eat us. It is a snarky-ass email comment that you got from some client or coworker, and you're like, rah, all of a sudden my stress level and my fears going up and kicking in. So most of the time, it's not a real crisis moment. That is the hype of today's world, all this stimuli that surrounds us and the feeling that society has brought us to believe that everything is urgent and bad and needs to be solved right away. And oh my gosh, and that activates our fight or flight or flee within us. Fear usually brings stress to the body, releasing that cortisol. And many of us have probably heard cortisol is not good for our body long term. And so fear literally can be making us sicker and weaker. Personally, to hell with that. I let fear hold me back from doing a lot when I was younger. No way I want to give it more power and make me more susceptible to illness. But burying the fear as if it doesn't exist won't work. So dig deep into why that fear is there. Keep asking what am I afraid of? Keep asking that multiple times until you hit the bottom of the fear, as we say. You'll be surprised that most of the time, it's not actually what you thought was bringing on that fear. Once you know the root cause, you can address it. So here's an example. Maybe someone is afraid of failing an exam. But digging deeper, they realize they're afraid of disappointing their family. Even deeper, they're afraid of being rejected or unloved. Discovering the opinion of their family matters more than their own opinion of themselves. Digging even deeper, they realize they lack self-love. You can work on self-love. There are books and podcasts. and Hell, reach out to me. You can work on self love and build that. Absolutely. But just shoving away the fear of failing the exam would have covered all of that up. It would have covered up everything creating that fear. And so think of it like finding the wizard behind the curtain running the show. Like, wouldn't you want to know you get to go back to Kansas? I love movies. So, yes, you're going to hear a lot of movie references over the life of this podcast. just a heads up, but I digress. So my hope is that you've gained something here, a tool, a concept, some love, something. But even more importantly, my hope is that you put it into action. Knowledge is useless without acting on it. And so share with me, share in the comments, connect with me on social media, send me an email at fearnoego at gmail.com. Once again, Let me know what resonated with you and how you are using it in your life. I'm truly interested. And if there's a topic that you want to hear about on the show, send it to me and why it's important to you. I really would love to connect with you and be sure to follow so that you get notice of next episodes coming out and, and like and share a review. Share this with a friend that you think would benefit from this episode or past episodes. Until next time, remember, I believe in you. Dig deep, stay fierce, and fear no ego.